0: righty, welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute. It's a daily podcast in which we analyze dawn of justice by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find
1: me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can also find me on social media at no Clutch Nate, And I'm Harper W. Harris, and you can find all the stuff that I do on HarperWHarris.com.
2: Now, what's the W stand for?
1: The W stands for Wyatt. Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> no, Nothing not too surprising. Oh, you should have made it surprising.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: better than most middle names i'm fond of it it's pretty it's pretty boring (laughs)
2: alexander
0: See, you got a good one alexander yeah that's that's a comic uh, book name right there yeah it can it can be a comic book name there's a (laughs) character in this movie named alexander too there you go yeah Uh, (laughs) full circle speaking about this movie (laughs) today on donna justice minute we're talking about minute number 11 and the minute's going to start off with the remainder of Batman's scene during the BZE or Black Zero event—is that what you're calling it? That's what I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> and then the minute's gonna end with John Corbin on um, an island. You can't question mark John Corbin.
2: But that's uh, treading on some. Yeah, nice. we'll
0: get there when we see the guy. But uh, <laughs> just to kick things off, Harper, what's your uh, relation like with this film?
1: I'm not a huge fan of this movie. Um, it was it was not it was pretty low on my list of uh, of movies from that year. <laughs> if I'm being honest, yeah.
2: honesty is the best policy. You, so they say. Where Did you find that? Where did I find that? Yeah, like a fortune cookie or something. Oh, okay. I don't
0: know. <laughs> Harper, you didn't even tell the listeners uh, the movies by minute show that you do.
1: I did. Yeah, I'm I'm, sp- I'm gonna space them out a little bit, but yes, I I'm I'm part of the the movies by minutes family. I guess um, I just started up. Uh, the Thing Minute podcast um, it just started. Our first week was last week um, with uh, uh, the John Carpenter's 1982 science fiction horror film, The Thing, which is one of my all time favorite movies. So I got inspired by all the uh, all the awesome work that you guys and everybody else have, have been doing after Star Wars Minute and thought about uh, giving it a try myself. Right?
0: And what a movie to pick, right? Yeah, um, it's been really fun. <laughs> um, so let's see. Uh, we talked last week about this whole Batman in Metropolis with the yeah. Black Zero event. Um, now we're at the end. Yeah, now we're at the end of it. Harper, did you have any thoughts on that whole sequence? Because you only get a few seconds of it. but I
1: do, but I'm glad I did. Because um, that's, that's one of the parts of the movies that I feel pretty strongly about in that um, it's... Uh, I think the the way that they set up the the story and and the, that first scene of the movie, um, I think it was a smart idea in in that it's obviously kind of a response to the the criticism of Man of Steel of the whole like loss of life in in Metropolis and how Superman was kind of uncaring about saving people and was more focused on like you know throwing throwing Zod into buildings and knocking stuff down and <laughs> and, and that was a criticism that I I totally although I, I have mixed feelings about Man of Steel but I mostly like it. Um, but that was one thing I definitely could understand, that criticism. So I thought that was a really interesting way and smart uh, way to start this movie. But I'd, I've never understood the whole, like, why why did Bruce Wayne have to drive here to make a phone call? He, no, excuse me. He flew here to drive and then to make a phone call. Like, And why his employees were, like, the last people in the city to evacuate their office building never really made sense yeah. to me. Um, yeah. It's just a, it's a really odd thing that, to me, it... Like I, I I like the way that it sets up the story. I think that the the initial concept of the way it kinda of pits the two Batman and Superman against each other is very smart, but I don't think that opening scene really works uh for that very well. And and it just makes me wonder why should I care about Jack, whoever Jack is? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, good question. Um, I mean I think our consensus is on, on that is basically um, unless we go ask someone who's been in a situation like that, which is really mm-hmm. touchy, I wouldn't know how to react if oh, I yeah. was in a building in a metropolitan yeah. area during a, you know, something similar, which uh, we'll just uh, keep going down my notes here. <clears throat> um, <laughs> I wrote down amazing use of
2: drums. Right at the end there? Yeah, right at the end there. I don't know why. I just it was, it was just great. It was awesome. And um, I wonder if it was like, remember, we talked a little bit about that in Man of Steel. They used all these different types of drums. I remember Sheila E. being on, yeah, know, doing tracks. I'm sure that probably carries was it the, over. Was it the carryover? Yeah. It, was it the same song? Was uh, the song that no. we heard in, in this beginning with Batman the same one? It was a beautiful line. In... the cue, yeah.
0: the beginning of that cue is in this. But as far as, like, the soundboard that Hans Zimmer has, yeah. probably still has all the drums, drums that and, Pharrell and, yeah. and all those people were on. Pharrell. Uh, yeah, he was one of them. I know. I was f- for real. For, it was a joke <laughs> for real. No. I'm not that cool, so I don't... Get no, yeah, well,
2: <laughs> we do a podcast, so... Uh,
0: so, you know, that fades into black, and then we get the text 18, 18 months later. Yeah. I think, um, wait,
2: that was a... Uh, well, the, I mean, I don't know why I wrote this down, but I don't know you... Did you the, write dates? I didn't I write dates. You wrote dates? No. Yeah. I didn't write dates. I wasn't that meticulous. I just wrote down for some reason they wanted it to point out that I guess it's like an establishing of something. I don't know that it was the Wayne financial building and I'm still, for some reason, I don't know why. And I'm doing this with this movie differently. I don't know why. I think it's because you and I had a conversation off air that we were talking about with, you know, going through like literally every second of this movie, I'm trying to see if there's like (laughs) a deeper meaning behind that. So like, I'm sitting there staring at this, like pause that, you know, like, four seconds in or whatever, trying to look at the face on on, uh, Ben Affleck and trying to look at what's around him. And it's like, oh, that Wayne financial. I was like, is there something I took two seconds to look at it.
0: And then I realized I was being dumb. Yeah. But I (laughs) I stared at
2: the W, you know, the
0: Wayne symbol. And I was like, is it upside down? Does it look like a bat cow or something yeah and I was like, you know what? there's this something is, here i'm being real dumb i need to just move on this so you know i have like 40 other mi- seconds of this thing yeah I, gotta I was cover.
2: yep we did the same exact thing so. Um, so i didn't pull anything from it did you pull anything from it nope, no it's just I an figured. establishing it's just there's this just, building this all right cool in case Let's you
0: move forgot on. that's the wayne building yeah <laughs> I oh, got all that time to realize um, um
1: I do like the framing of that shot, though. Um, Yeah, it's great. It's it's very much like, you know, he's looking up at this godlike figure. So to have it that high angle that's kind of moving away from him, I think, was a smart move.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I always liked it when I first saw this movie. That was one of, like, my favorite things. Mm -hmm. Him gazing upon the two gods falling from the sky. Yeah. And it was, like, up there, you're dealing with, like, these two gods that are fighting their own problem and not caring what's going on down here. And then on down there, again, I keep on repeating it, it's man's viewpoint.
0: Yeah, it's so, the uh, whole like man versus God complex. Yeah. Like you're looking at the guy who's been uh, f- forsaken. That's a good word. It kind of, yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of like, like that. It's, a, I don't know. It feels very kind of Greek mythology esque. It really is, man. Um, I mean, if you want to like pull something out of the Wayne symbol, I mean, you could see it as like how, um, how you... broken Bruce Wayne is. At this moment, as a character, as like a, as or Batman, you know, like one yeah. of those things. Like yeah, this is how yeah, deteriorated yeah, his like it's, have it's his become. own
2: property, and it's all in ruins. It's like a
0: metaphor of him. Internally. Yeah, there's something. something there's there.
2: something there. Sure. Yeah, you could definitely say uh, that uh, Yeah, yeah, you could. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: uh, so yeah,
2: t- yeah. 18 months later, I don't know why I, I put stars 2015. around 2015. What it is just, July 2015?
0: What it is right now? This month that takes place.
1: So do, in, there's a date in Man of Steel that you can kind of g- judge the date on this movie based on The Date the yeah, Black it, Zero event
0: takes yeah. place. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah they Black do have a Zero date for that, do Uh December twenty thirteen. is like okay. that's
2: like the Battle of Yavin kind of thing. Yeah. yeah they use yeah. that. <laughs> Not exactly. Not exact. I mean I guess for the one title yeah, card yeah. that we see. <laughs> um,
0: and then, you know, last two weeks ago we talked about we we're trying to figure out like how does Bruce and Cal el line up in terms of age and everything. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. so Bruce Wayne born in 1972. So he's 43 in this film. His parents die in 81 and Cal L's ship lands in 1980. So very yeah. close. Um, and then, yeah, that's pretty much it.
1: <laughs> that's it. That's Where did all those you guys- years come from? <laughs> Like, where did did you get those from? There were
2: things uh, in Man of Steel that we found years. There was, like, uh, headstone dates of of deaths, Ah. and we were able to track it down.
0: And we're also using... Um, there's also
2: of, a, a date in this movie that you see his parents' death. Oh yeah, death he, oh, and yeah, yeah. It's it's. I think it's all based on gravestones. <laughs> yeah. Well, also That's pretty morbid. Also, the
0: movie uh, Excalibur was coming out in 1981, yeah, which was like ah uh, yeah yeah. Know, we use that yeah. as kind of like our yeah we talked starting about that. Point. and then also okay. the, a few weeks ago, using 18 months plus the BZE thing. Then yeah. you yeah. Know, that puts two and two together. I keep on thinking
2: you're trying to say easy e 18 months from the Easy e thing. Was there an Easy e event when that I Eazy-E, missed? Yeah, E Z E e concert. There was a big old Lollapalooza where it was only Easy e That sounds good.
0: <laughs> yeah, but he's not around anymore. The so, easy cheese event. So <laughs> Ooh. They could do the holograms. They can do the holograms. Can do the holograms. <laughs> like cheeseboard tour. Cheeseboard <laughs> yeah.
2: tour? Yeah. Say that really fast. No. I write already, that down. Should I write I that down? I am
0: saying it just at that rate. But, um... <laughs> For the next 40 seconds in this minute, we get some amazing shots from Larry Fong, the cinematographer. Um, just these beautiful, I don't know, the, the the ocean must have been color corrected or something because there's no way it could ever look that beautiful, right? I don't know. It's I like, think
2: that exists in the world, man.
0: I mean, like, water's in, like, Greece, maybe, like Santorini. Just, well, what but,
2: are like, those, what's that one place with the, what's that one place with the, with the, with the huts? And they got, like, the square in the center and you could... Get out of bed and jump right into the water. H- Havana? No. Huh? The Maldives? The Maldives? Maybe. No, Ma- probably. Maltese. There you go. It's a go. Falcon.
0: <laughs> no. But, um. <laughs> uh,
2: that, that exists. That place probably exists. What does it say? Somewhere in the, uh. Oh, jeez, I wrote it down. Somewhere in the Indian Ocean. There you go. Yeah. Well, it so, is the Indian
0: Ocean. Because, um, this is where the world engine I know fell. it's
2: where the world engine fell. Come on. It's the ruins of the world engine. I get it. I'm on the same page as you. But yeah, I mean, but look up. Let's look up pictures of the Indian Ocean later when we're going to sleep. Okay. See if it's that pretty.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We get a lot of questions uh, along with these these amazing shots because it's like um, for basically today and a little bit of tomorrow. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Not really a lot of answers of what's going on here. Oh yeah, not a lot. You get um, some shots of. Some Divers with no name, some punks, yeah, just diving in the water, getting stuff out of the water, stealing what stuff, they, yeah. yeah just what are they getting stuff. out of the water? What is that? So like, what, how does that
2: fish probably use it as like a home? It's like you, you don't, you can't destroy coral reefs,
0: yeah. But then it's like, well, how wait, so the question is, like, so you see, no, the
2: question is, were those kids breaking the law? Because was the ruins of the world engine technically a coral reef now? They do that. You know they sink ships and they make them oh now we're asking the big questions <laughs> <laughs> right yeah
0: exactly <laughs> um so like who are these divers what do they have to do and then you know if you haven't seen man of steel you know and the kid like he well you get the shot of just the kid from mm-hmm. behind and then hey. he's like you know what i'm gonna sit down and put my mask on and then it's like excuse me what is that behind you yeah it's like is that a spaceship? Excuse Is that something me. from Atlantis? Are we introducing Aquaman way too early here? Like, what's going on here? I
2: remember this being in, like, a like a trailer, one of the first trailers that came out. And, like, I it remember was him diving into the ocean. Yeah, I remember thinking, oh, yeah, Aquaman. Like, duh, that's what they're going to do. <laughs> that easy, too. I was just it like, oh, yeah, duh. So going to be anything else. <laughs> yeah. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs>
0: um. But yeah, did you did you guys have any questions? Because I have a lot of questions, so I don't want you to... You have s- a lot of... What do you mean? I, just, I don't have questions. Just I know what happens. I mean, I know what happened. Spoilers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> movie, so I know, but... Um. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think this whole... This sequence is pretty... Um, it's very well shot. And obviously, I, the other thing... You mentioned that it's it might be color-corrected, although I think there are places that look like this, but maybe not quite that, like, perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I wonder, I t- wonder too, if uh, right after that opening sequence, if this is almost a response to to the the criticism that Man of Steel was so um, desaturated. Like, I don't, I don't oh. know if you guys talked about or, or saw that, that um, somebody made that trailer for Man of Steel where they re- recolor corrected it to look like, you know, comic book primary colors Superman. Yeah,
2: I remember that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of yeah. cool.
1: But th- this reminds yeah. me, it made me think of that because this sequence is very colorful um unlike the, the opening sequence is very kind of gray but this is very colorful and blue you know could be
0: yeah well they i mean <laughs> for a lot of people who like to uh defend you know what is it cruel and unusual productions whenever they do films um that i think the point is to the way he he like really zeros in on pitch black like he may, like when it comes to The color black, like, they make it as dark as possible, which makes the rest of the film seem pretty dark. What's the Mm -hmm. quote?
2: It's almost too black. That's That's, that's from Spinal Tap. You've never seen Spinal Tap? Nope. (laughs)
0: Um, But that's what we we noticed that in Man of Steel, because in Man of Steel, everything was grim and and kind of... um, depressing almost yeah because when you get to moments like smallville mm-hmm. it is the most beautiful it's a breath of fresh air yeah it is like and it's for that purpose of like hey look at how peaceful and yeah. serene i mean you in go smallville, from like a kansas yes yeah. and, and i feel like that's yeah. there because i guess what they're trying to establish in this film is that this world is not that great until Superman shows up and then makes it great. So it's what I guess it's one of those things. That's
2: a little bit of a stretch. Well, I'd say Man I of Steel so. maybe
1: says that. I don't know that this movie makes that yeah, point that strongly
2: I feel like it's it's kinda I don't know if, if it's just if I, can, I don't know if there's more meaning to it, but going from what the scene that we were just in, a destroyed cluttered city, to this open, vast, you know, everything there was all grey, clouds of dust, yada yada yada. Yeah. Here, blue, open big bright so it's kind of just like a again it's just like a breath of fresh air so Mm -hmm. i don't know maybe it's just some editing tools or filming tricks that they do and they got up their sleeves did you know that magicians make movies you're watching one (laughs) thanks (laughs)
0: nate um good to know the magician industry is still alive and well
2: (laughs) you know it is right yeah yeah
0: (laughs) they have like a secret club or something NPH, man yeah um I wrote down that, you know, kind of like with all the questions that I have, um, let's say you haven't seen the film, but you know, mm-hmm. like the trailers that came out, they kind of spoil what. Yeah, they give this. you all the acts. Yeah, it's yeah, like, because um, it's like, oh, what are they fishing out? Like, is this the world engine? Like, what are they going to do? What mm-hmm. are they fishing out? And it's like, if you've seen the trailer, it's like, I mean, the whole thing is to show you that they get kryptonite, right? Like, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like. I mean, there's no point in, like, trying to avoid spoiling it because it's, like, that's what it already is, you know? Yeah. Which is kind of a shame. Um, But uh, among all the natives and and stuff and the divers and whatnot, um, we're introduced to a man wearing a collared shirt um, who then seems extremely interested.
2: Would you describe him as gristled? Gristled? Yeah, like true grit.
0: Like grit, gris... Grizzled?
2: grizzled grizzly grizzly <laughs> not grizzly that's that's a different meaning
0: it looks like a tourist i can tell you
2: that a tourist yeah i don't yeah. know it seems like to... a schlub yeah he's
1: like he's like <laughs> generic white guy in a in, in position <laughs> yeah. of authority on this island
2: <laughs> he really is he really is yeah that's generic older
1: white guy i was uh, when i when you, uh, you guys tell me which minutes um to to check out i was i watched these before i watched the whole movie again and i hadn't seen uh-huh. it since uh since it was in theater so i was trying to remember like is this guy like I'm I like a character that comes back. Like, is he really important? And then I scrolled through like the 50 pages of, of the cast on IMDb. And I think he's just Island scientist. And I was like, yeah, that's yep. definitely him. And
2: that's what I, <laughs> yep. that's what I had to write down in this notebook here. And I'm, I'm very <laughs> upset about it, Mark. Yeah. And there's a story behind it.
0: Cause what was it like for a while? His oh, name man.
2: on IMDb was John Corbin. John Corbin. Wait, was it
0: really? Is,
2: yeah. He yeah. Was, he's the first human to actually come that close of contact with kryptonite and that is that's John Corbin that I mean it's He shows up later
0: that's, in the batmobile he, yeah scene, he does but but I, man
2: for the longest time like there wouldn't be any other reason to like give this guy such an establishing shot and like like have him that yes. uh i don't know that involved with mm-hmm. this fine for him to not be someone so i i mean we're under the agreement opportunity yeah. or not even no i think i mean i think the intention just was retconned yeah I think it it was exactly that it was just retcon There was probably something like there's too many characters we gotta dial it back that's really strange maybe there's something like guidelines of like maybe there's like uh, stories that they wanted to touch on in the future but like oh to keep continuity we can't bring Metallo in what if he wants to come from space in another story or something well we can't because we had him in Dawn of Justice I don't know there's things like like that I feel
0: like the thing is like oh you can't make him Metallo because they're gonna use up all the kryptonite by the end of this film (laughs) so it's like there's no point. What is he going to be a robot with no kryptonite? Like, yeah. Then, then it's he's like, just why a robot? would he?
2: Yeah. Then why would he even fight? So, yeah. yeah. It's just. I think it's just oversaturated with um, uh, campy villains. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes
0: That's like just the just villains that we get in this movie,
2: Yeah. Go ahead. It's it's a little odd. I don't know. I mean, what was I going to uh, say? This is something stupid. The villains in this movie are still like very uh, down to earth. I guess is a good classic, way to say. I would say. No, they're all the well, classic, classic but they're not like. Yeah. They're not oh grounded. Grounded is a yeah. better term. They're not just campy. I don't like using that yeah. word sometimes, but no, like, they're like they're not just comic book characters
0: like Lobo from like a spaceship. It's like right cigar smoking alien. Yeah,
2: it's not like that. Where it's like these guys are actually you know most out. of the villains yeah. are men exactly like human exactly. Like human. So um, I, it was probably somewhere where the, along the lines where it was like no too many too many characters. Let's dial it back. Let's uh, just let's just kill
0: them off in that car crash and then we'll call yeah, it a we'll day. We'll wreck on it. We'll yeah. wreck on it. Uh, The guy who plays the island scientist is Richard Burden, Mm -hmm. and uh, he's actually really just a stunt coordinator uh, slash stunt driver. does a lot of stunt driving, driving Hmm. stunts, stunts where you drive. What are those? (laughs) I don't know. Something about a car. (laughs) Um, Most known for Kill Bill. It's stunts in that film, Inception, and Live Free or Die Hard.
1: Hmm. So he and, uh, might have been the guy driving that uh driving that car up to crash into a helicopter that everybody always makes yep. fun of.
2: <laughs> yeah, that did happen. Did you see the fourth Die Hard though? That no. one? No, no,
0: nah. I just seen the first two. And Who I was feel like Justin it... Long? Yeah, yeah Justin was, Long. Um, I try to avoid any film with Justin Long in it. Any film with yeah, Justin Long in it? You really. <laughs> you know, I saw Galaxy Quest the other day, yeah. and he shows up like he's this nerd sitting, and I was like, yeah. oh, he's in this film. I, gotta turn I think it off. I'm done
1: here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I don't Alan know if you Redford. know, but while we're recording this, they just announced Justin Long will be playing Metallo at some <laughs> point. Of the season. Oh, cool. All right, so <laughs> that's, you know,
0: that's the one film uh, that I will, I'm already disappointed in from yeah. the cinematic, <laughs> cinematic universe. The Perfect. Um, besides that, I didn't have anything else for this minute. What about you guys? No,
2: I'm done.
1: Yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't have anything. I, I, I didn't know that about uh, about John Corbin. That's really interesting and odd to me because, like, that's something that marvel does all the time with just kind I of you know it, offhandedly kind of introducing characters that may or may not ever come back but it's just kind of a fun thing for fans i guess but so that's very odd that they would do it and then take it away <laughs> yeah. dc does some very strange stuff with their movie properties that i i can't claim to understand
0: i you know what it's, i i think it's probably just best that we you know allow it to just be island scientists <laughs> and it'll help us sleep better at night, right? I don't
2: think he has any speaking roles, so.
0: You know what? None.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he screams.
0: Not I don't even think he screams. When the cars flip. Well, we'll get yeah, there. We'll, we'll, get, we'll there. get there. All right. um <laughs> Alrighty, we're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. You can find us on all social media at DCU Minute, and you can find all the rest of our shows like Tarantino Minute, Austin Powers Minute, uh, Honey Hold My Beer, and Seller Dynamics all on twooldmedia.com. If you leave us a five-star review on iTunes, it really helps us out, and we love reading those over the podcast. And if you, look, uh, if you want to chat with us, some of our past guests and all of our other listeners, you can join us on Facebook at the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society, which is a group on Facebook, and we'll catch you guys tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute.